What is up, guys? Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, I am Eric, and I am joined by... Christian. And Sam. So, we have to finish up on the death of two children this week. Wow. You really Yay. You're going to intro like that? Yeah, that's how I'm, that's how I'm intro on this one. Just it's all sunshines and rainbows over here. Well, before we get into the heavy shit, how was your last Valentine's Day? I worked. You worked? I took money from men. They, uh, was it, uh, that doesn't sound you, like a bad thing. Nah. Did you work the amateur night? Sounds, that sounds huh? like, did you do the amateur night or something, taking money from men like that? No, I bartended at work. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm going to take my clothes off. I'm more clothed as I'm bartending at work than I am when I'm hosting the show. Huh. Look at that. You'd think it'd be the other way around. Yeah, you would think. I just have my charm when I'm bartending. There you go. Well, and you're slinging drinks, which definitely. There were a lot helps. of drunk people at work yesterday. A lot of drunk people. Most people Ubered. Mm. I mean, it was Valentine's Day, you know. Get yeah. Get wild. I meant to get myself flowers and crab rangoons yesterday, but I forgot. <gasps> was it National mm -hmm. Crab Rangoon Day? Yes, on on, day? on Monday. So the 13th. Yeah. Well, intern Lucy was getting uh, spayed that day, so <laughs> nobody got any crab ragoons. Want some crab ragoons? Uh, dude, I miss, I miss crab ragoons. We went to the Chinese buffet last week, and... All Eric got was the hibachi, because he's on the carnivore diet, is the hibachi. Yeah, I'm doing... no other things. I'm doing carnivore and no alcohol for the month of February, and let me tell you... Um, the no alcohol thing was great until about Thursday. So about a week and a half in, I'm just like sitting here, not doing shit, but like watching TV. I'm like, I could really drink a bourbon right now. Mm -hmm. And the full bar is still out in the kitchen. It's not like I have it put away. It's just there laughing at you. Yeah, it's drink just, me, drink me. Yeah. How do you think I feel on Sundays? That's my Sunday fun day. I miss Sunday fun days. I have such a great routine. I get drunk till about like noon, take a nap around three, Hell and then yeah. a two hour power nap. I wake up at five, and I've already planned out dinner before I even got drunk, so I don't even have to leave the house. Hell yeah. And it's usually involving a two hour nap with my cats. Love it. And then I wake up and make another drink and make dinner, and then Eric gets home, and then continue on and go to bed probably around like 7 30 <laughs> i love that that's like the best day ever yeah that's... but now i don't know what to do with myself because i can't do that right now like I, there's only so much laundry and random cleaning that i can do and mm -hmm. there's only so many shows i can watch that don't involve drinking and i'm just torturing myself by watching fucking diners drive-ins and dives <laughs> And moonshiners. He's just over here whipping himself. I'm just flailing myself. You're, uh, you're one for torture, huh? Yeah. He is. I, I'm, I guess it's just my my personality. I don't know. It is. It's just who I am. Yeah. I need to just abuse myself in other ways. <laughs> if I can't like abuse my body with shitty food and alcohol it's just i'm gonna just torture my eyes <laughs> mentally yeah mental abuse yeah it's it's great okay i don't think we have enough long enough episode that we can unpack that so yeah, <laughs> get into yeah. It. 
Still waiting for that sponsorship from BetterHelp. <laughs> Still waiting. I got a lot of shit to unpack. Yeah. Anytime oh, we get uh, some sponsorship money from BetterHelp, uh, I, can, I can go see some therapy. But until then, I guess we just have to... We have to be his therapist. Yeah, I will cope with research. Dive into uh, these crazy-ass episodes. Murder. So without further ado, Sam, let's continue Delphi in the conclusion. So we left off with um, the indie star telling us, well, I, in a way, sort of, not us personally, um, the indie star reporting that Delphi PD had received well over 40,000 tips and they're working on thousands of potential leads. And then there was that car in the CPS building the day the girls disappeared, which put a pin in that because we're going to talk about that in this episode as well. But these, these two murders absolutely just rocked the small town of Delphi. A lot of the residents came out to show support for Abby and Libby's families and for the investigators working tirelessly to solve these murders Local businesses and even athletes had donated to the reward fund, which it started out, I believe it like maybe like a few thousand, maybe maybe a double digit thousand number. Um, but with the athletes and other local businesses, they reached two hundred and forty thousand dollar reward by early two thousand eighteen. Um, on the three-year anniversary, Kelsey German, that is Libby's sister. Yep. I always get them mixed up because Abby, Libby, so. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Libby's sister. Um, she posted it on. It definitely is. Yeah. She posted on Twitter, quote, today, three years ago, was my last real day with my best friend, and I wish I would have done it differently. I miss you. On the five-year anniversary of the murders, Superintendent Doug Carter was on Good Morning America, and he said, quote, My resolve to catch him is as strong now as it was day one. The only difference between now and day one is we know about you, a lot about you. Today could be the day. Sleep well. When I read that, I was like, oh, and all tingly inside. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, they work diligently around the clock to Literally, do this. Literally, this is, dare I say, the best police investigation that I've come across. Yeah, normally they bungle the shit, but this, this PD, uh, they did very well. They're hitting the trifecta, man. They have the Delphi PD, Carroll County Sheriff, and the FBI. Well, uh, I wouldn't give the FBI too much credence. Well, the Indiana FBI. Whatever chapter, charter, what the fuck ever. I don't know. Thing. That part. I don't know. They've got, oh, they have ISP too. So they have all those. But this is the best police investigation Ever, I think. Dare I say it. I might mean it. We might come across a better one. But for now, this one takes the cake. So, a 
softball park, because Abby and Libby both played softball, um, is in the works to be built in the girl's name. They've been getting ready to getting ready for the spring softball practices and I guess like conditioning and all the other stuff uh, at the time of their murder. For a time, regular white porch lights were replaced with orange bulbs to, quote, light up Delphi as a, re- as a way to remember Abby and Libby. And their plan is to keep the orange bulbs until the case is solved, which I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get we're going to get into the updates now, like the breaking updates. Yeah, we've we've covered when the case was cold. It's yeah. about to get real well, fucking hot. Technically, it never got cold. So they never stopped. Well, I mean, let, let's put it this way. In my eyes, if there's no progress being made. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if if, if it's pronounced cold, they just kind of like pack it up and put it away. It never got packed Fair up. Yeah. So one of the first major breaks was uh, Libby's Instagram, I believe. I'm pretty sure. Or uh, her Snapchat or something. Um, they found this account, Anthony underscore shots. That was Instagram. That was Instagram? Okay. Yeah. I know they talked on both, but I don't yeah. remember which one it was the, originally found on. That was found the on. Instagram account. Okay. Um, it didn't, like, specify. It just mentioned them both. So... The Anthony sh- underscore shots account ended up being linked back to a man named Keegan Klein. He was accused of child exploitation and... Let me put it this way. None of his photos look like the photos on the Instagram account. So he just like stole no. them. He's a fucking yeah. catfish, oh, dude. Yeah. He's a, he is a big old, he's a big old, big old catfish. So, and he's looking for young girls to go noodling with. Mm-hmm. It's a catfishing joke. I know what you meant. Uh, Sam got it. Christian looked disgusted. So uh, Keegan was accused of child exploitation and child pornography. It makes me feel icky saying those words together. I don't like the feeling I get. Mm. There's yeah. people that are like that. I just there's a lot of them that are like that. I know it just makes me feel icky when I say those words together. I understand. Okay, <coughs> so there's this podcast called the Murder Sheet Podcast, and I'm pretty sure how you pronounce one of the hosts' name is Anya. And yeah. if I said it wrong, I'm sorry, that but don't tell right. me. I'm pretty sure I go I YouTubed it. How to say this name? <laughs> I think it's like the Irish spelling, maybe. I think that's what it said. I'm not. I don't really remember. That's very professional of you. Thank you. Um, I do what I can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not a lot, but I do what I can. There you go. So Anya said, "Quote: Libby was apparently enthralled by this profile. They'd interacted on Instagram. She wanted to meet up with him. She." was potentially being catfished by this person, which turns out, obviously, who, of course, looked nothing like and was nothing like this guy portrayed online. He's So I'm on the Anthony underscore shots account. It was like this ripped dude with like peach blonde hair and like a mohawk. And who Keegan Klein 
actually is. Is very opposite from this model who you stole the photos from. Yeah. It is like your stereotypical catfish situation. Yeah, like lives in his mom's basement waiting for the fish dicks. Fucking Spurg Lord. Like, I don't know what that's that means. I don't know what that means. A basement dweller. Oh. Uh, then yes. He looks that's like a just fucking like cringy as shit. Is he losing yeah. his hair? The man uh, I don't think No. No, I don't I no. think he does have a I'll, I'll give him that. He I'm pretty sure he does have a full head of hair. Well, at I'll least he's got something. He's got just that. I'm always looking for the positive in things. It's just a little one. There's it's, there's not a lot that's of positive. That's probably things. literally it. Uh, let me have that little well, I'll give you that one. That one's good. The rest of it's awful. <laughs> the rest of it. The dude probably eats billy goats underneath a bridge. Let's just put that. Billy goats gruff. <laughs> Stop it. He does not eat billy he's goats. A bridge, he's a bridge troll. <laughs> no. Uh, you unlocked a childhood memory I forgot that I had. Sam's going to go home and buy that damn book on Amazon. I might. I might buy Billy Goats Gruff because I used to love that book. Same. Little coffee table reader for you. <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna drink her tea. I might never know. So anyway, so this Anthony underscore shots slash Keegan Klein, he was the last person to talk to Libby before she was murdered. The account made plans with Libby to meet up with her the day that her and Abby were murdered. Mm. Suspicious. Which it turned out later on that it was Keegan and his dad both running. Or at least had, they have both had access to this account. Mm, disgusting. Oh. Just a, another way of being yeah. disgusting. So your dad's in on it too. <clears throat> at least on some level. They can't prove who was talking to Libby at the time. Uh, the FBI had an encounter with Keegan Klein back in 2017 in Peru, Indiana. And they found, that's when they found this Snapchat account by the name of Anthony underscore shots as well, where he would solicit female minors. At the time of this update, Keegan's voice was not ruled out as being the voice on the video saying, guys, down the hill. His voice was not excluded at the, at the time of that update. Well, I mean, we heard the clip. Yeah. It, it's really garbled. Yeah. So, I could see that. I mean, that's... I'm sure they have better clips to uh, compare. Well, I mean, the police have a full, what, minute? 43 seconds, yeah. So, we only heard a five-second No, I don't snippet. even think that was even five seconds. A Crime Online article from last May, so May 2022, I came across during one of my deep dives said that the podcast The Murder Sheet, which is really freaking good, by the way, they got these court documents that says investigators think that the bodies of Abby and Libby were staged and moved around at the crime scene, likely for some form of gratification. Director of Atlanta's Cold Case Research Institute and an Atlanta metro area CSI, Sherry McCollum, said, quote, there is a difference between a scene that is staged and a scene that is posed. So I'm ass- like I'm assuming what she means by between like there's a difference between staged and posed is like it's staged to look like something else and posed is like 
Well, you see more posed crime scenes with like serial killers. Yeah. But stage is like when you want it to look like something it's not. So they wanted to look like a, let's just say potentially a rape. Yeah. And it wasn't. R- yeah. I'm assuming that's what she means. I only saw that one blurb and there was no um, clarification on it. So. On her statement. Yeah. There was no like follow up or anything like that. It wasn't like a video, like a press huh. conference. It was just that one blurb in a crime online um, article. But I think that's what she means by that is. Well, if any of our true crime sleuths that listen to the show know the difference, let us know. Yeah. Because that one's lost on me. I think that that's the only thing I can deduce from what she said. posing the bodies is definitely more of like a serial killer MO. It's like a shot. You you, want to create as much shock factor as you can. Yeah. And uh, they're saying that they think the bodies were staged. To send some sort of message, maybe? I don't know. I, we know nothing about this crime scene. Well, the stage of crime scene, it's like... You fake the crime... Like... You it's make like the crime look a like something... Yeah, it's... You make it look like something else. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I when I think of, like, posing, it's like a, like a doll. Like, you sit it up and yeah. make it what you want it to be. Well, like, it's that like, and to deliver as much shock factor and psychological trauma to the yeah. people to discover the bodies as much as possible. Which, which I mean, if they made it look like a fucking rape scene, it, yeah, it, that'll fucking do it. So Yeah, that, that'll do, donkey. That'll do. Jesus Christ. Uh, I say that way too much, honestly. If you're not quoting Shrek credits. Well, at least mean. you're not saying, get out of my swamp. Kind of like Keegan Wood, because he's an ogre. He's a fucking ogre. Ugh. He's so gross. I got the ick just looking at his photos. Have you seen a picture of him? Oh, yeah. He's, he's a greasy, gross-looking dude. Yeah, it looks like he showers about once every quarter. They probably have to give him a bath and a pig trough out back. Ew. He's just Freaking fun- Jabba the Hutt. He's just funky. He's he looks funky. like that dude on uh, my six hundred pound life. He looks like he oh. smells like stale cheese. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up? I just had cheese tonight. Ugh. Sorry, but bad. I'm not wrong. An like agent blue cheese. I think blue cheese would smell better than him. Ugh. Yeah, and I don't like blue. You know, I don't like blue cheese. Mm. I don't like that. That's a shame. It's delicious. What? Ew. How do you not like blue cheese? Blue cheese is like delicious. Uh, it's got the funk. Uh, oh, Sam doesn't like the funk. I don't like the funk. I'm not down with the funk. She can't get down with the funk. She definitely can't get down with this funk. No. <laughs> anyway, so an agent wrote in this, um, the one of the documents that the murder sheet got their hands on says, quote, a large amount of blood was lost by the victim at the crime scene. Because of the nature of the victim's wounds, it is nearly certain that the perpetrator of the crime would have gotten blood on his person slash clothing. Which, this backs up my theory, sort of, on why 
the crime scene photos and autopsies and COD, TOD has never been released. Mm. Um, I can put a pin in that if we want. Well, you know, I find it hard to think that the photos never got leaked. There's been so many, like, leakings of crime scenes. Because, God, I've tried. I have scoured the fucking internet. I know. They have kept this under lock and key. I have never seen a crime scene. They must have never even uploaded them to, like, whatever server. No. It's probably still on the SD cards and shit. I don't know. I don't know how or where they have stored these photos that no one has gotten their hands on it. I've looked. I've tried. Which makes me think... I mean, we can get into this right now or we can do it later. We can do it now. Okay. This makes me think that this crime scene is just absolutely brutal. They've used the word brutal before. They've used it. So it's either so fucking traumatizing that they can't be any pictures. Or, or, there is... Okay, kind of follow me on this one. Okay. I'm going to leave breadcrumbs. So, uh, I'm going to reference, like, let's just say Criminal Minds. When they're doing, they just come across this horrific crime scene. There's, like, telltale that there is, like, some sort of message being portrayed. Like, there's a message left kind of, like, not exactly like the Helter Skelter and like Charlie Manson and all that, but like some sort of. Um, that would be a stage calling crime calling card, I guess. I don't really they call it a calling card. I'm not really sure if it's the correct term for it. Well, a calling card would be but, something that you would see over and over again in different murders. OK, that's so, more of like a serial killer thing. So maybe like there's something so specific about this crime scene that they can't even leak the pictures or the cause or the time because it is so specific to whoever did it that no one other than the killer will know what was actually there and what actually happened. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like like I just have this like picture in my brain and I'm not really sure if I can convey it into words. But, like, there's only one of the two things. I wonder like, there's if they something, were butchered. There's, maybe. It said, it's that quote said they lost a lot of blood. I wonder if they were just hacked into fucking pieces. Like Black Dahlia style? Yeah. But, what, I mean, we've already seen that. So, I mean, it's, I mean, granted, it's also children. but Yeah, well, Black Dahlia was vivisected. Yeah. I'm talking like full on fucking. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Like arms and limbs and shit just everywhere. I don't know. But there's something that has to be either so traumatizing that they can't even upload the photos or there's something so specific. The photos are going to come out when this goes to trial. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, but I doubt that they're going to allow, I mean, they're obviously going to have to, I mean, maybe not have to, but there's a good chance that they're going to allow the media in there. Oh yeah. But I don't know how they're going to get a hold 
of the crime scene photos, not just taking pictures of the pictures or something. I don't know. I am very curious, morbidly curious, but still curious to see. Yeah, because, I mean, I got the crime scene photos from the Girl Scout murders. Now, I wonder if somebody will file a Freedom of Information Act. That still has to be. We have another like couple years left on that, though, before. Yeah, I mean, eventually it'll come out. It's I think it's been like seven to ten years, right? Yeah, uh, for some stuff, yeah. But like, this is still an ongoing case, and you can't do it until it's closed. No, exactly. So there's that. But I let's don't know. continue. So the exact murder weapon. So the murder sheet calls this a warrant. But I'm not sure what kind of warrant it is. Um, I'm just quoting them. Gotcha. From their, uh, our source material, whatever source material they used. So this documents a warrant of some sort. Um, as the exact murder weapon has been redacted in this document. We'll just call it a document because I don't know what kind of, it doesn't specify what kind of warrant it was. Um, forensics expert and host of Body Bags, Joseph Scott Morgan, told Nancy Grace that the killer likely used an edged weapon. So, like, a knife, right? Yeah. It's an edged weapon. Okay. Machete. Yeah. Knife. Hatchet. Axe. Whichever. Well, it would be something concealable. Because. I mean, he was. This, this... If it was the bridge guy. Yeah. Which we think it is. Right. It would have to be concealed on his person. He, You would see him holding an axe. Hatchet, you might be able to get away with. Maybe. It's just a smaller axe, isn't it? Yeah, but Consider. it's something you can put in your jacket. Yeah. I don't really know how much the size difference between an axe and oh, a hatchet it's, is. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, an axe okay. is like, like an axe. It's, it's like... It's like is that just like a pocket size... Axe. Yeah, basically. It's like... Oh, okay. yeah. You use it for, like, camping and oh shit like that. Okay. He says, quote, My money is on an edged weapon. You're not necessarily going to get that that so much with a blunt type of weapon. I'm assuming he's referring to the quote from earlier when there's a lot of blood loss at the scene. Yeah. Well, people have seen these... Like, investigators have seen these photos. It says, multiple, multiple deep stab wounds mm. so well, it's definitely not a machete so it's got to be a knife it's a definitely dagger maybe that's a double-edged so yeah, it would have to be a single it's a could be yeah it's got to be a knife like a utility knife maybe i don't i don't know i have no idea big fucking knife probably but wouldn't that be a machete no that's it's not a, machete- a big fucking knife Machete's more like almost like a single edged sword. Oh, it's it's big. It's like that. Jesus. So it's like a foot to two oh, foot. The only long. thing I can think of the is blade is. Yeah, yeah. they use the hat down. Fucking yeah, machete. Oh, that's fair. And shit. That's fair. You never seen Friday the Thirteenth? Well, yeah. He's that's the machete. What he's using to oh. fucking lop teenagers' heads off. Fun times. Also, according to this document, the girls didn't have any defensive wounds on them. However, some articles of clothing were taken from them and were not found, like taken off of them, uh, and were not found at the scene. Mm. 
Nasty. So this fucker, like, took trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a serial killer that... I don't think so. Could be a first-timer. Who knows? I mean, the cool-down periods for every serial killer are different. This could have been his first kill, and he could go years without... I mean, Dahmer went years without killing another person. Yeah, Gacy did too, didn't he? He went like nine years or something like that. So, I mean, once that itch will get fired up again. Yeah. So it could just be a first kill. Who knows, man? So, this brings us to our next part. The part that Delphi and myself and a lot of other people, maybe not a lot, probably a lot. A lot. uh, Of other people have been waiting for since 2018 when the Anthony shots and all this came out. Uh, Lucky me. I didn't have to wait for anything. We have a break in the motherfucking case. Here we go. This is like recent, recent. (laughs) October 31st, 2022. Last October, last Halloween, the greatest day ever. The entire town of Delphi took one huge exhale. Because an arrest was finally made in connection to the murders of Abby and Libby. 50-year-old Richard M. Allen was arrested for the double homicide. He's lived in Delphi for over 15 years, which goes along with the FBI's profile that he's from Delphi. He lives in Delphi. Um, He's a pharmacy technician at the local CVS, which is eight minutes from the Monon High Bridge, where they were murdered. Mm. What's crazy is that there was no reason... For the police to suspect him. From everything I've heard and read, Richard Allen wasn't even on their list of suspects. Not a blip on their radar. They had no they had no reason. They're like, eh. Well, I wonder what they interview every person that lived in Delphi. But wait, I'm getting back to that. Alright. Oh, okay. Sorry. We'll just put put a pin in that. So I'm gonna back it up. To October 13th, 2022. Richard told... Oh, it's my birthday. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. Because Richard told police when they interviewed him uh, that he saw juvenile girls on the trails east of the Freedom Bridge that he went to... So, uh, the Freedom Bridge... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to geographically do that in a second. So, okay. he was... East of the Freedom Bridge and said that he went onto the Monon High Bridge after. Two and a half weeks before the arrest, around the same time, he was brought in for questioning. Richard's home was searched by the police in his home. They found a Sig Sauer model P226 40 caliber pistol, which is, um, I did get my hands on the uh, probable cause affidavit this guy mm-hmm. uh, and then October 28th Richard Allen was officially brought into custody and arrested on the 31st well if they were stabbed were they shot also um I have no idea but we're gonna get to that okay um so Richard planned on hiring a private defense attorney at first but it turns out that he couldn't afford one 
Oh, he's got a public defender. He's good as fucked. But it turns out, yeah, so he he begged in a handwritten note to the court for one. It said, quote, I, Richard M. Allen, hereby throw myself at the mercy of the court. I am begging to be provided with legal legal assistance. I'm sorry, I almost said counsel. Legal assistance and a public defender or whatever help is available. At my initial hearing on October 28th, 2022, I asked to find representation for myself. However, at the time, I had no clue how expensive it would be. Honestly, I would just price gouge the fuck out of this dude. Um, well, innocent until proven guilty, dude. Yeah, but... So, uh, okay, it goes on to say, I also did not realize what my wife and I's immediate financial situation was going to be. Turns out they both were forced to quit their jobs after he was arrested. Uh, the later the letter continues with, we have both been forced to immediately abandon employment, myself due to incarceration, and my wife for her personal safety. She has had to abandon our house for her own safety. What little reserve there is will fail to even maintain the original residence. Again, I throw myself at the mercy of the court. Please provide me with whatever assistance you may. I hope this is the guy, because if not, his life has been fucking ruined. Yeah, but there's more. So, apparently, old Dicky told ISP that he was in the area shortly after the news broke out about the girls' murders. He was like, yeah, I was hiking the trails that day, but I didn't see the girls. And his statement had gotten lost somehow until ISP asked an Indiana State Police um, asked another team of detectives to look over the case files. So I get they're not perfect. It's fine. I forgive them. So they probably questioned everybody in the fucking No, they town. did question Richard Allen in the beginning, but his uh not testimony or affidavit, his um statement. Yeah, thank you. Um got lost. They lost his fucking statement from the initial interviews. Fucking lost it. Could you imagine? Anyway, mm. I forgive them. Sort of. They've done a lot more good than they have done bad. So I'll I'll well, take did, it. They did catch a pedophile. That's true. That's true. They did take a pedophile off the streets. They did. See? Because of this case. So. See? Good. Gotta take the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they at least, they have it back now. They got it. But how the ISP and Carroll County detectives connected the dots to good old Dick is an unspent forty <laughs> caliber round. You're connecting the dots to good old Dick. <laughs> Are we all trying to do that? Sorry, Eric. Listen, I'm trying, okay? Mine is Eric. It's hard out here for a pimp, okay? <laughs> I am not for the streets. <laughs> anyway, so there's an un- there's an unspent forty caliber round that was found less than two feet away from one of the bodies. It didn't tell me which. Um, and that specific unspent round matched the gun that was found in Richard's home, the Sig Sauer P226. Um, so. It was an unspent round. So what I was assu- ejected. Yes. Which means it has striations on the casing. Yes. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. Um, 
Richard also told police on October 26th, two days before he was taken into custody, that he never allowed anyone to borrow the gun. When Richard was asked about the unspent round, he didn't have an explanation as to why or how the bullet got there. He told police that day that he was wearing jeans and a blue jacket or black or blue or black Carhartt jacket on the day in question. And Richard's wife confirmed that he does in fact own a blue Carhartt jacket. And does this sound fucking familiar? If you look at the photo, the guy looks like he has the same kind of goatee beard thing. But allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. So I'm assuming, yeah, so um, I'm assuming the bullet had the matching striations to this six hour, and I'm assuming it was registered also, so they just clicked it together. Um, on Tuesday. Well, they would have to eject around to see the, the markings. Yeah. So they would have a uh, ballistics well, investigator. Like a guy who specializes in ballistics, uh, take the gun, eject around, um, and see what the markings on that round are. And mm-hmm. if they match, then there you go. Well, that's how they uh, matched old Dickie to the crime scene. Was that un- that ejected, unspent bullet from his six-hour P226. On Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, Judge Francis Gull, who was presiding over the Delphi murders, ordered the probable cause affidavit to be unsealed. And that made me all tingly inside. (laughs) He said, quote, public interest is not served by prohibiting access. I fucking agree with that. Good call, Judge Gull. Not all of it. I don't want to. I mean, I do want all of it, but I don't want it all right away. I just want to know. Just give me a little bit. Just give me a fix. You're like a junkie, dude. I am. I want to know what happened. You're a crime junkie. I literally am. So that was about the evidence in the murders of Abby and Libby, obviously. The only thing that's redacted in the eyewitness statements is the names. And that's fine with me. I'm fine with that. I don't need to know who they are. I just want to know what they said. I want to know what they saw. Mama needs a little more of that true crime smack. I did. Oh, my God. This this PCA is eight pages, and I highly recommend that if you are at all interested in this case, read it. It's so good. I paraphrased, like, pieces from two pages. So it's not, I don't even think it's a full page. Um, so uh, the PCA mentioned one of the girls said something about a gun as a man approached them according to the video from Libby's phone. So one of the girls was like, oh shit, he's got a gun. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't know a direct quote. Um the PCA had an eyewitness statement from February 13th, 2017, the day they went missing. She the name was redacted, but they used the pronouns she. So I'm assuming it's a female. Don't come for me. Anyway. She said that, quote, the man was muddy and bloody and also confirmed that the man that she saw walking around Route 300 North, I believe, um, was wearing a dark blue jacket and blue jeans. 
all muddied and bloodied. And if you recall, the I believe it was the agent that said there's no way that this whoever killed them wouldn't have anything on their person or on their body or mm-hmm. their clothes. So, anyway, this man was also so this eyewitness was also another source for the inspiration of the 2017 sketch of the subject. Um, I later, I found out in later research after I um, wrote all these notes out that the initial sketch is a compilation of all of these eyewitness statements. So it's a composite sketch? Yes. Okay. Then what was the second sketch? I did not see any more clarification on the second sketch. I did when I when I read this PCA, that's where it was for the first sketch. Um, so we're going to hear in the PCA it mentions three locations. It has the Monon High Bridge. We all know her. It has the Freedom Bridge, which is 0.7 miles northwest of the northwest corner of the Monon High Bridge. So it's like that way. I'm pointing to my upper left, right? Yes. So if you're walking north on the modern high bridge, it's that way. Um, and the I love how you're pointing like the fucking listeners can hear you. <laughs> they great. can't hear me. They can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> they know where Northwest is. And they're not just look at a freaking compass. I don't know. Um, so we're going to hear modern high bridge, the freedom bridge and the Mears farm which is located on the north side of County Road 300 North near an entrance to the trails. So this is, so from where I'm going to quote is from the, about like the bottom fourth of page two to about midway through page three. Mm-hmm. So like three quarters of a page, really, I think. Um, quote, interviews were conducted with three juveniles redacted. They advised that they were on the Monon High Bridge Trail on February 13th, 2017. They advised they were walking on the trail toward Freedom Bridge to go home when they encountered a male walking from Freedom Bridge towards the Monon High Bridge. Um, they mentioned it's redacted, so I'm assuming it's the name. I'm just going to say redacted wherever it says redacted. Uh, redacted described the male as, quote, kind of creepy. And advised he was wearing, quote, like blue jeans, a like really light blue jacket, and his hair was gray, maybe a little brown, and he did not really show his face, end quote. She advised the jacket was a whatever duck canvas is. I'm not really sure what that is. I don't know what that is either. I'm like, assuming it's like the water resistant canvas. I, I well, like a Carhartt jacket. Yeah. Hmm. Um,. Redacted advised she said hi to the male, but he just glared at them. Two of the three juveniles, I believe it was all girls because they never really mentioned anything other than she. Um, they stated that they thought two of the two of them stated that they thought he was wearing all black, but they did all agree on the fact that he was around five foot ten. And one of the juveniles, the kids, said that she came approximately to the man's shoulder. So, about my height. The girl 
is mm. about my height. Um, one of the kids said that his hands, the male's hands, were in his pockets. Mm. There you go. Sounds so. Familiar. Why not? Why not just up the ante and go for three? Like, why not kill those three? Maybe this they didn't the tickle his fancy. This was the day before, right? This is the day of. Oh. This is February 13th. This is the day they went missing. Okay. We don't know if it's the day actually they were killed or not. Yeah. There's no. There's been no time of death ever released. Not yet, anyway. Uh, it goes on to say, Redacted showed investigators photographs she took on her phone while she was on the trail that day. The photographs included a photo of the Monon High Bridge taken at 12.43 p.m. and another one taken at 1.26 p.m. of the bench east of the Freedom Bridge. Redacted advised after she took the photo of the bench, they started walking back toward the Freedom Bridge. So I'm assuming that's about when they encountered the male walking on the Freedom Bridge towards the bridge Monon guy. High Bridge. Bridge Allegedly bridge guy. Uh, they said that he was, quote, walking with a purpose like he knew where he was going, end quote. Investigators spoke with what I can only assume is another eyewitness because it doesn't really like it starts another paragraph. I'm assuming it's a different one. All the every single name is redacted in this. Um, this person saw four juvenile females walking on the bridge as she was passing under it to find a place to park. And this person stated that she was on the trails on February 13th, and there were no other cars parked near the entrance by the Mears Farm when she arrived. She said that she started walking on the bridge, and she saw a man also walking on the bridge that matched the photo from Libby's phone. Could you imagine? She described him as wearing blue jeans and a blue jean jacket. She said that he was exactly 50 feet from her standing on the first platform of the Monon High Bridge. She was exactly halfway across the bridge when she saw two girls who she believed to be Abby and Libby. This eyewitness stated that she ended her walk around 2 p.m. and there was video surveillance confirming that she was in her car leaving the area at 1.49 p.m. that day. This is the eyewitness that spotted the car at the CPS building. Um, it, 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 so we're going to talk about the car for a second because it goes into more detail. Okay. Um, she said that the, the car was parked in a, quote, odd manner and it only stuck out to her because of the weird way it was parked another male eyewitness confirmed that he also saw a car parked in the cps building parking lot but he went a step further and gave us the model and color of the car it is a purple pt cruiser or um he did it he did it. That one. He drives a PT Cruiser. PT Loser. Yeah. <laughs> loser. Um, or he said it could be the the Chevy one that looks like a PT Cruiser, but it's not a PT Cruiser. Uh, the HHR. What? A, yeah, sure. I don't know. That one. It's the HHR. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so he said it was backed into a parking space, maybe to avoid the license plate being seen. But the two eyewitnesses, the man and the and the woman, drew a diagram of the manner in which the car was parked, and they matched. 
So they both saw the same car parked the same way in the CPS building parking lot. There are pieces of information that have come out that I really don't know the exact time frame of that, like where they fall chronologically in this, but I'm going to talk about them here because I don't know where to put them. Photos of Richard and his family have come out and one of them was a photo of his daughter posing in what could be the exact location where Abby and Libby were last seen. While we don't know when the photo was taken, Richard's wife posted it a year after the girls were murdered. Interesting. Mm. And I find this one to be disturbing and scary. This part right here. Mm. A photo was posted by Richard's wife. What was this photo, you ask? It was of a clown. No. That would be disturbing and scary. It for would you. be. It, no. that you, were, you are correct. <laughs> but I would argue this is scarier than a clown oh. in my eyes. Porcelain doll. Those I are, like them. I have porcelain dolls. I mean, they're packed away now. You won't get any. Those I find disturbing and scary. Uh, just because your grandmother had an entire case full of them. I don't and have that. Had many. To, no. She had a room full of them. Yes, and he had to sleep in that room when he was a child. That's why he doesn't like them. Like any time I, I went to go visit. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I'll, and she had the crying children that were in the corner. What? You never seen this before? Cry. Yeah, it's like a stuffed <laughs> mannequin thing. It's like a little child. But it's Ew, like I've never the, liked oh, those dude, things. They're fucking terrifying, especially <laughs> at night. Ew, so you many. would like them. So anyway, about this photo. It's of Richard standing next to the police sketch, the first one, of the murderer and smiling. What the fuck? Why would he be smiling? Why is she taking his photo in front of it? There's a lot of things wrong with that. Full body chills when I read that. I was like, what the fuck? He stood next to his own fucking police composite sketch and was like, hee hee hee. What the fuck? Dude. And it was posted online. Yeah. She post. I, I, I don't know if she posted on Facebook or Instagram or what, but she posted it online like, ha ha, it looks like my husband. Little do you know, bitch. Allegedly. I'm sure she's a nice lady. But, bitch, are you stupid? Uh, There's no such thing as a coincidence. I believe that. I believe that in general anyway. But, like, what? Ugh. When I read that, I got the full ick. Yeah, that's pretty foul. Right? What the What the hell? Mmm. That's like a trophy. I needed a moment. I like stopped reading the PCA for a little bit after I read that part. See, I'm going to go walk away. I literally, I had to like, I had to like get it off off my phone. I had to get it off my phone. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, so. Another little tidbit of information that I didn't really know exactly where to put is the murder sheet interviewed a former classmate of Richard and asked her if the recording of the man saying, guys, 
down the hill sounded like Richard's voice. And she said, quote, it was very close, end quote, and that it gave her chills. Richard Allen has entered a plea of not guilty. Well, hold on. To that note, I mean, they they tested Keenan Allen's voice and... In, it was, I think it was like inconclusive at best. Yeah. They couldn't rule him out. So. But someone who's known Richard Allen. I mean, you're looking at a three second snippet. I'm sure they might have played more for her. <coughs> Possibly. Um, I'm not going to say yes or no because I don't know. But I'm assuming. I, I don't even think if you. If you. If someone's played a recording of you saying guys down the hill. I don't think I could pick out your voice in it. Probably not. Because yeah. it's like a, a half a second of talking. Yeah. So, so to that note, I'm like, that's anecdotal at best. If they only played that half second snippet. But if they played it all or at least five seconds of the man yeah, speaking. Yeah, but I, I mean, this is a. This was a podcast interviewing somebody, correct? Yeah, but I'm... So, I doubt that they had anything more than what we have. I mean, I don't know if this classmate was also interviewed by officials. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that... Supposedly, what? Only the family's seen that video? The full 40-some seconds? Um, As of back in 2017. I don't know anything about it now. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that's just, I, I would, I would take that with a grain of salt on Honestly, like I'll take it, but like I'm not going to take second it. snippet is not enough to be like, yeah, that sounds like him after he's already been incarcerated. Yeah. You know, I, like, it's, I couldn't it's pick it up. Like, uh. But anyway, Richard Allen has entered a plea of not guilty at his initial hearings, and the actual trial will begin in March of this year, which since... If it doesn't get pushed back. Right. Um, but if it does start next month, y'all know exactly where I'm going to be. I'm going to be planted at a TV or at my computer. Hopefully I can find like a... Not C-SPAN, but like the equivalent of a C-SPAN. Court you know, TV. That. Um, Richard is due in court February 17th. I think that court date also has gotten pushed back it since has. I did. Yeah. Uh, for his bond hearing and pretrial hearing. The defense has requested a change of venue motion back in November of last year. For yeah, the- no shit. There's no way he can get tried there. Literally get a fair trial. Um, But since I wrote these, um, Judge Gull denied the request, but will bring in a jury from Allen County. But the trial will take place in Carroll County. Mm. Well. Either. Okay. That's a hot take. Can I have a hot take for a second? Either they are so fucking sure that Richard Allen murdered Abby and Libby or they are pulling a making a murderer on this guy. 
and just making him fit the crime, being like, "All right, well, we did our job." That I, that, that thought happens, just popped into my head. That I do, happens a lot. I, I know that it's not going to be like that because they ruined it. Just alleged, allegedly. Right. This is all alleged. Yeah, all alleged. alleged. Don't sue us. Yeah. If you get off. Yeah. I, it kind of sounds like a witch hunt if they pull up Stephen Avery. Yep. And they don't want to do that because it wouldn't give those girls justice. If it wasn't, if right. it wasn't really him, if right. he really didn't do it, right? And they're just trying to find. Well, this guy, this guy looks fucked up enough that we'll just do him. He, he, right. he definitely did. Most definitely probably did it. That most definitely probably didn't didn't doesn't solve crimes. Exactly. But that thought did just pop into my head, and I wanted to get it out. No, I'm with you. Uh, I just, uh, I'm I really here hope, for it because. I mean, it happens way too many times where the wrong person is. I don't think that he. I don't know, dude. See, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't well, know anything. The problem I is, I feel like somebody that didn't do it wouldn't just put in just like a plea to the courts to ask for you know. Well, he can't get a. He can't retain an attorney at all. Well, there's one. No one is taking him on. There's one. Rightfully so. Number two, he is pleading not guilty. Which there's lots of narcissistic killers that do that, but I feel the like the man it's, stood next to his composite sketch well, and fucking there's smiled. No, there's well, no confession. The, okay, right. So, I do and have a thought. I'm sure they put him through the fucking grinder for questioning. I hope they put him feet first. Well, I hope that it, if it was him, I hope it is him. I do for their sake, but if it's not, they just ruined an innocent man's life. That's the only thing that would make me. Yeah, worry about that. The whole innocent. They until- better be a hundred percent sure that it was him. Yeah, they have to be, because that that is going to be. Because right after that, it's not going to be about those girls. It's no. about them ruining mm-hmm. his life, and he's going to get a chance to sue mm-hmm. all of those people for ruining his shit. And it happens time and time again. It really honestly, does because. In America, it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but then they put you up on a pedestal and, and make you confess that you're a duck, and, and apparently you're a duck now. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we saw with Brendan Dassey and Stephen Avery. I mean, fuck, you even saw that with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. fucking career was goddamn ruined. They took him off of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie and, and the fucking Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because Warner Brothers had Alleged. a contract with Amber Heard. Alleged. I will if if they try to produce a movie, a Pirates of the Caribbean movie or Fantastic Beast without fucking Johnny Depp, I will not watch it. Well, they did produce a Fantastic Beast without Johnny Depp. I mean, like the one that he was going to be in or whatever. Yeah, He's not going to do any movies with them anymore. I don't blame him. Yeah. Fuck that. But that's what I'm saying. Like when you get drugged like that through the fucking mud. It's damaging permanently. He can't. You have to move out of Indiana. Yeah, I don't even think that would help him. I don't think so either. Because we're talking about him down here in South Carolina. Yeah. So. And this is a national case. I mean, this is big shit. I mean, Crime Jackie talked about it, but she's from Indiana. So. So there you go. But. Fuck. Anyway, I just want to talk about that hot take for a second because it popped in my head. Yeah. Because the fact that the, the fact that the judge refused to move it out of Carroll County and is bringing in then another maybe it is jury, 
It could well, be. It could be they want to keep everything in house because it happened here. He's from here. But at the same time. Well, they can't have a jury from there. No. It, it would. No. It, it would not be fair. It, no. No. I mean, that. I don't even know how fair it's going to be. They're from Allen County. I don't know how far away Allen County is. I meant to look that up, but. Uh, Shit happens. Yeah. Um. So, moving on, Libby's mom, Carrie, told the U.S. Sun that she was taken by surprise, as was the rest of the town of Delphi, when Richard was arrested. She said, quote, it's been extremely emotional. Of course, I'm excited and happy there's been an arrest, but he hasn't been proven guilty. It's all alleged. So it's not time to celebrate. It's all been rather triggering because it's bringing everything back. And in a sense, I'm reliving everything all over again. But it feels like we're now at the beginning of the last chapter. So I hope that's the case. But there's still a long road ahead of us. Carrie promises that she will be in court every single day of Richard's trial. She stated that she's looking forward to the moment she gets to look Richard in the eyes for the first time. She's this lady is badass. So she says, quote, I want nothing more than to look this person in the eye. So as terrified as I am by the thought of it all, I'm trying to prepare myself for that moment. But I don't believe there's going to be any closure. Not until I'm no longer here and I'm back with Libby again. Closure is not really what I'm looking for anyway. I want peace and I want peace for the girls. Those girls need justice so they can rest in peace. And I need that for them more than anything. Well, they're going to pull her out of the courtroom when they start showing the photos of the bodies. And talking about the autopsies and shit like that. So I think that's a 50-50 chance. No, that, that will happen. Um, if she doesn't know about it. Okay. But if she already knows... It it doesn't matter. I don't know. So I have a somebody I know whose daughter was murdered um, in Texas, and she has to go to that murder trial coming up. And they told her, like the DA fucking straight up told her, you will be asked to to leave the courtroom when we start talking about certain things. Asked or told? Basically, told. You you will not be permitted to be in there for that because it's going to be very traumatic. I feel like, and that was just like, yeah, so, a regular murder. I, don't <laughs> I mean, not like not in that sense, but like this is hardcore shit from what it sounds like. You asked how far Carroll County is uh-huh. from Allen County. Uh, Carroll County would be middle of the state. Mm-hmm. And Allen County is uh, more north uh, east. Probably like a good 200 miles. Okay, so they did honor so at least bringing a jury. It's like way, way, way away. Because the defense team... Um, which I'm assuming he has retained legal counsel because has his defense team, by the way. I mean, it's got to be a public defense. Yeah. Um, How would you like to be assigned to that shit? I I don't even know because don't public defenders, they're they're not like, they're paid by the state, right? Yeah. 
not there is not it. enough money in the fucking world for me to represent the Delphi murderer. Not enough fucking money in the world. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged Delphi murderer. Alleged. Alleged. Alleged bridge guy. But even still, with Richard in custody, we still don't know how the girls died. When they died, in the manner, literally nothing. Well, it's all going to come out. I morbidly cannot wait. That's okay. As somebody who used to, like, Google dead dead people photos like when i was a kid yeah what was that website you used uh rotten.com or ogreish ogreish wasn't a good one i never live leak had some good stuff live leak had all sorts of wild shit but you can see stuff like that on instagram now i mean they let us post crime scene photos that i definitely thought were going to be taken down uh they're i don't post the crime scene photos to um facebook but because Facebook's algorithm will auto take it down. But if you post warning graphic content, it are it puts like a Oh, uh, like a little thing. Yeah. Like a thing. Like a C it. photo or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you put that in the caption, that's how I'm getting away with it. Because the John Bonet shit that I posted was I'm shocked. But if I post anything about a serial killer, it flags the account and pulls it down for um glorifying a murderer or some crazy shit. We're a true crime podcast. We're not glorifying a serial killer. Yeah. I get there are people that do. They pulled down a photo of a nine-year-old Richard Ramirez. I still can't believe that. That is so dumb. Like, dude, our account almost got banned because of the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. And it wasn't the crime scene photos. It was just photos of Dahmer. Or if you mentioned Dahmer, it like. Well, I think, and honestly, I don't know how so many people have gone so long not knowing who freaking Jeffrey Dahmer was. It's all it's all Gen Zers, dude. They they weren't around back then, or. I mean, yeah, but. Or didn't have morbid curiosity. I don't know. I knew who they all. I knew the all the notorious ones. I got a big book of serial killers that we we pull shit from. So, but I guess that's the Delphi case, Sam. Or yep, that's it. More? All right, that's, that's it. it. Guys, for now, thank you for listening to our series on the Delphi murders. I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot uh, of info out there, but. At the same time, there was a whole lot. Yeah, at the same time, there was a good amount. But next week, we are going back to outer space. Can't wait. Sam can't wait. We're there just, can't be any worse than the alien fucker. No, it's... it's. He was alien Well, I, I don't know. I think it could be a lot worse. Mm. We're talking Project Bluebeam. I don't find that to be any worse than... The it dude the, who fucked Let aliens. me put it this way. Project Bluebeam, if it happens, would be very bad for us. Not, you know, somebody getting fucked by aliens. I think I'd rather talk about Project Bluebeam than it's, the guy who fucks aliens. 
Oh, don't worry, because we're going to do another episode in the future. I don't know when. It won't be this year, but... He's got one in the bag. Intergalactic Intercourse 2 will be a thing. There's a second one? Uh, I found 55 cases of people who have been sexually assaulted by aliens and oh my record God. talked about it. So we got, a, we got a large well of alien rape. Yay. Yay. You're not releasing his um, start drinking again, right? Yeah, well, it won't be this year. Oh. I, I think we might do one a year, maybe. No, that's good. 50, one a year? <laughs> no, I mean, like three. We'll do three in an episode. I feel like that's fair. I'm going to need to drink for that episode. Oh, that was fun. What are you talking about? I a, had to... Talking that, about it was fine, but watching that fucking documentary, are you... Well, the documentary was batshit insane. I have no words for that documentary. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to Intergalactic Intercourse, Fifty Shades of Greys. <laughs> Shut up. Can I, can I do my Yeah, my drop, drop your social <laughs> Where are you guys at with the reviews? We miss them. They make us happy. So if you yeah. want to continue making us happy, we'd greatly appreciate it if you guys would leave the show a rating. Please, thank you. Forehead kisses all day long. Forehead kisses. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys are downloading, liking, sharing, everything. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you're a new listener. We love you. Thank you for listening. We, we don't give enough love to the new people because we do get new people. So we do appreciate you guys uh, following along. And you got a lot to catch up on. And if you listen <laughs> yeah. to us on Spotify, share us to your Instagram story and tag us. Yes. We love that. And I will share your post on our story. And you say something nice about us Yes. when you share it. Yeah. Be nice. We only accept nice. No, we'll accept both, but I don't. I, yeah. I like to hear nice. I talk back, so this mm, is yeah. It's this one over here's got an attitude. Yep. It's like we a, love you guys. Like a chihuahua. <laughs> I'll show you what a chihuahua I am. <laughs> oh shit! I love you guys. Well, I'm in trouble. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next Friday. Uh, thank you again for listening, and have a great week. All right. Bye. Bye.